This episode of Grade 43 is brought to you by On Trajectory. See where your money is taking you at ontrajectory.com. Somewhere out there is a class that has no teacher, a grade that leads to no degree. Recess is all but a memory. The children call the shots and the pets are merciless. There are no meetings, but there are still conference calls and always homework. Two middle-aged men with a guitar problem in the form of a podcast. Welcome to Grade 43. Get off my lawn. Okay. All right. I got there. Yep. Yep. Cool. Pretty clear. All right. Now we need. We talked about so much shit. We need to like warm back up again. Are you? Are we blessing this? Oh, I'm podcast? just looking at the lines of the. Well, we can. We 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 could totally. Um, yes. Are we TikTok greetings? <laughs> Enjoy the episode. Make me proud. <laughs> that is why we do this uh, podcast: is to make God proud, That's right? right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Was that the cold open already? Oh my God! Yeah, we're getting to be pros at that. But what was that we just I heard, know. <laughs> dude? What an awesome surprise! Yeah, that was amazing. So, unfortunately, here at uh, at this household, we have even more fish follow up. Oh, um, so there are zero fish. Tangentially related to the podcast uh, anymore, so the thought of re-recording new intros and updating that, plus the number of guitars has changed, and you know, uh, all of those other things that just seem like a little bit hard to keep up with. So uh, that what you heard there was podcasting legend Dan Benjamin uh, recording a new uh, new talking for our good old podcast. Yeah, that was so good. Um, okay, but let's talk about aquariums for a second here. So, like, don't <laughs> aquariums there's like, I remember I had one as a kid. There's like a lot of balancing to do of this ecosystem, right? Like the pH and the plants and everything. There can be, yeah. I mean, if you want to have like a well-designed one and like these fish work well with others, um, because I've been through this whole other phase of fish death uh, with um, the kids at a previous time. Yeah. And, um, but these are just like little uh, puddle fish. Oh, um, okay, okay. What are they, like little betas? I think like betas could like live in your gas can in your garage for Don't probably they fight? Like at least a week. Yeah, we have a the the fish tank had a wall oh, separating okay, the okay, two okay. of them. It's pretty clever. Yeah, I remember like yeah. oh, if you if your pH is wrong, you're gonna have a bajillion snails, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yep. So. Yep. But then sometimes you want the snails because they do the cleanup exactly. work. Exactly. Like just yeah. enough. Yeah, that's complicated. It's way over my over my head. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you let's see what other follow up. Do we have? So that was that wasn't really follow up. That was like new up. So well, well, let's wise. talk about strings because we always got to talk about strings. I oh, yeah. wrote uh, on Instagram. There was a thing to get a free pack of coated strings from the Dario, mm. and I put my name in, and hopefully it wasn't some catfish <laughs> thing going on. And we'll and then see. You woke up in a bathtub full of ice. Yeah. Oh, you haven't won them yet? No, I haven't. It wasn't uh, win. It was like, get a free set of strings. So I don't know. Oh, okay. So it's just like free sample? Yeah. So we'll report back on that. I hope it comes yeah. true. I, I want to try coded strings. Ever since uh, ever since uh, Phil mentioned coded strings, now I want to try coded strings. Yeah. So How annoying would it be if, like, you know, when they send out, like, oh, please try a sample of blah, blah, blah soap, and they give you, like, a little pouch of it. Right. You get a package of strings, <laughs> but it's got, like, a low E, a G, and a B, <laughs> and that's it. 
<laughs> They're too short. It's for ukuleles. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, they are quite expensive though. The coated strings. So it was like uh, like twenty bucks a pack. Yeah, yeah. That's in yeah. that's in that ballpark. So. I just can't, when I've got a drawer full right. of right. Ernie balls, I just yeah. can't, uh, yeah. can't conscience. Yeah, that. I guess other follow-up is like, I have a bunch of pedals now because I bought three pedals from a company in Brazil from my hometown, and they've all finally come in, so that's super exciting. I have a an analog delay pedal, which is very cool. I'm not going to bore everybody with all the details of what it can do. Uh, I have a, a one that's kind of like the JHS color box. So that one is meant to emulate if you were plugging your guitar straight into your console. Like straight into a board. Yep, straight, straight into, into a board. Preamp. So it's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever did this. I did this. It, I'm glad, I don't know if my parents know I did this. But like I figured out, I, I plugged my guitar into their stereos, home stereo oh, hell yeah. microphone input. Yeah, and I've done that. It sounded bonkers and that's what this <laughs> sounds like so <laughs> yeah. uh and then the other one is a fuzz pedal that has an expression switch on it so it basically works like a wah built into the fuzz pedal so pretty fun right so you can roll that back so that's pretty cool so you got a little trio and it's uh their chocolate is that cachalochi cachalochi my my brazilian is not so good yeah it's all right it's all right you get a pass you get a pass <laughs> and they uh, even my dad made jokes he was like your shirt says chocolate because I bought a shirt. So, no, Dad, it doesn't say chocolate. Uh, so, you get a pass. And oh, oh, and the fuzz pedal, you can buy additional different chips to put in it with different filters. I just thought that was fun. So, and the reason I bought this, because we're going to talk about buying too much gear, is because one, they're from my hometown. Money, la money laundering. Right. We know. Well, <laughs> like it's not money laundering, but I had some savings in Brazil. The exchange rate has gone to pot completely. So I figured this was a fun way for me to get something that's like a premium product in Brazil. And it, when you do the conversion, it's like pretty darn cheap in dollars. And I had enough to mm -hmm. buy them. So I bought them. Basically, that was yeah. it. And you're like, you're supporting their local economy. Yeah, totally. Right. You know, right. Yeah. And like, that's, that's they're cool. cool. They're they're very cool. So and you got them directly. Like you didn't like get them off of Amazon. No, 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 no. They like shipped them, them to me. They hand, they yeah. put them in a random box and put a metric ton of tape on them and and, and sent them to me. Uh, oh, and then my MIDI pedal from Australia <laughs> finally arrived too. <laughs> Fun mm. fact: I waited about three months for that pedal. It's by a company called uh, Pirate MIDI, and uh, did not realize that I needed a special cable. It goes. DIN 5. DIN 5 is like this round five-pin thing that's common with MIDI. And then mm -hmm. that, uh, then I need to have, on the other side, a balance. Oh, you need the one with all TRS. of the little ones on it, right? What's that? Oh, oh, you need like a regular instrument jack. I need like the, the balanced, balanced one, instrument. the stereo balanced line. one. Yeah. Yep, because <sighs> it doesn't, the, the, the MIDI pedal does not have a traditional MIDI input. It only has either a really small, like, 16th inch whatever trs or a quarter inch trs because that's like the new cool way to do it the thing is nothing else has that so like my my what i want to plug it into just as a regular midi one so i had to buy that so now i'm waiting for that to come <laughs> so i've been waiting <laughs> that's always that's always the way like you, you get the new thing <laughs> yeah. and you're like all right it's great and then oh 
did it need batteries? Right. Oh my god. So it's just <laughs> sitting here. I'm I'm so like, oh, oh man. <laughs> well, and you did this completely wrong. So I'm not very good at the game of risk because I don't have the patience for it. But from what I understand, you always win if you start in Australia and then work your way up from there, as opposed to starting on the other side that's of the world. That's what it was. So that's, that's what it was. Yep. But we'll have links to all this stuff. We want to like go into our homework. We finally. Oh my God! Yeah, no. did our the homework. Teachers tapping tapping their foot, going, "Come on, like, get on, get on with it, boys." Yeah, the teachers like, "Did you all? Did your dog eat it again? Or like, what's going <laughs> on here?" So we finally did it, right? And do you want to remind our listeners what the homework assignment was? Yeah, so this was uh, this was our palm muting exercise, um, but not the kind of palm. Well, the finger palmish muting exercise, but not the kind you would think of traditionally where, you know, you're just resting your pick hand on the strings, but more focused around uh, striking the string and then using your fretting hand in order to uh, add some muting uh, to it. And I think the cool thing about this lesson, and I think I mentioned this um, briefly, maybe in our, our last episode, is it's very much a like, oh, right, I've heard this a million times, right? And I've never really placed it. And maybe I've done it a few times by accident and gone, oh, that's cool. But it's very just interesting to sit down at a lesson that's about like this. It's almost like, here's, I'm going to show you like, sh I'm going to call it shadow picking, right? It's not exactly everything that's going on, but it's like this little other side of it, which is just, you know, makes it like a nice musical experience. So it was uh, on True Fire by Kirk Fletcher, and it was uh, modeled after Cornell Dupree. Yep. All right. So I'm going to play... I'll play yours first and we can talk about it. So here we go. Let's do it. Nailed it. <laughs> no, I, I can tell you the, mo the most frustrating thing about that. So we've talked about this a few times. Is like the red light syndrome that I yeah. get, right? And just like, oh, oh my god, I have to record this, and I got better at it. I stopped yelling at myself, and I went through a few different takes this afternoon. I was like, yep, this is good. And finally, like, I relaxed into that groove, and I was nailing it, and I was recording that. And one of the applications on my computer popped up and was like, hey, I need to do something right now, and it cut the audio while it played its little error message sound and I was like, huh? And it just totally threw me off course. Right. So that was my second best take um, that, that you heard there. But I feel like I feel better about that now just having heard it than I did when I recorded it. I, so like I, you are really good at this. I say this all the time. Like you when we've done these homework assignments, it's like your thing always sounds more like you. Like <laughs> like it just it sounds like something it's it's super musical. It has the same elements as like the original, but it's just like your own take of it. And and actually, yours has had this little chunk in there that I need to like go back and like study because the timing of it is different from Kirk's. Yes, it is. But it's absolutely. cool too. Like it's its own its own kind of like boogaloo like. New Orleans vibe yeah. that is just slightly different. And it's like, oh, what did he do there? That timing was different from yeah. Kirk. If my if my bandmates are listening, they're like, oh, yep, that's 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 totally Brian taking liberties with it. But yeah, no, I just like I can't I can't sit on top of like a prefab thing and try to nail it. So I just always have to just 
make up my own little band thing. I got to tell you, the thing that I really dug about um, this, because we weren't trying to chase a tone, um, was just like the technique of it all. And so my, and I told you I had a big reveal for you. Yeah. Do you want to know yeah. how I did that one? Yeah. I did that one with a metronome going. Stop it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I think I'm a little ashamed to uh, admit it probably helped. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they definitely do. I like a good metronome. Um, yeah. Wow. And and do you want to, Do you have anything to mention about like your approach to breaking that groove down? Like, is there anything you do besides just listen to it and try to just play it intuitively or no i had to watch them a bunch of times um interesting yeah and and i had to, the most interesting part of watching him was i had to watch him start right because i'm watching like the music which i kind of had internalized by that point and then i said to, to see how he started because again this is not an obvious thing this is not a guy going here's how i play uh, i'm not doing tapping where i have to show you like he like just starts playing he starts playing it, and you're like, the sounds aren't right for <laughs> right. What, what I can see. And so he explains to you, like, no, it's this note, that, and I'm doing this. And so, um, yeah, just figuring out where to start with it, because I knew this was not going to be an, ex- ep- uh, an exercise that played to my strengths. Right. Like, that, that was key for me. Like, okay, how do I even, you know, I'm going to get into the game for 30 seconds, right? The coach has finally tapped me. I'm going to get mauled, but, like, how do I enter the right way? Yeah, I mean, you so. only worked on it today. Um, this week, this week, this week, this week, this week. Yeah. I viewed it previously. I'd thought about it. Right. And I, in the, I'd say in the past five days. Yeah. I, uh, That's so interesting. It's, I love how everyone learns different ways. Like you watched him over and over again, mm-hmm. Yeah. which I yeah, don't think was, I ever looked at. I don't think I've ever watched it. Huh? Yeah. I definitely go straight to the chart and like, my approach is to really work just breaking down the counting. Mm. And um, sometimes I'll go quarter note by quarter note or whatever. But like, a, yeah. so a couple of years ago, I participated in an event called um, jam, well, jam Band. Oh, now I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You were just like stepping up every week or something like that. No, it was like, um, so we, everyone pays like a nominal fee and then, 60 people show up at this recording studio with multiple rooms and self-organize and jam and then decide amongst themselves organically to become bands. <laughs> and then you have Workers, a month to rehearse now, and right? perform. Yeah. Okay. And it was funk. The theme was funk. I'd never played funk really before. So I'm like, that's awesome. Let's go play funk. And so I found a course by Ross Bolton. Ross Bolton, he's passed away now. He was an instructor at Guitar Institute, right, in, mm-hmm. in L.A. You, you remember guitar, right? I think we all, I wanted to go to Guitar Institute. Uh, I think I've seen the, remember the commercials, yeah. I wanted to go there. I, that was like my dream. Uh, and so there, there's a book, and uh, he breaks down funk guitar. It's called Skank Rhythm, okay? And <laughs> like, I went through that course. I inhaled that course. So I, I always sort of follow that approach to playing rhythm guitar for things because of how it breaks down the 16th notes. So when I... Yeah, but that's... Yeah, so I mean, like, was that your... 100%. That, that was, was my your, approach to this. Approach. That's why okay. I... Yeah, that was the preamble right. there. It was like... Huh, I, that's interesting. I take those 16th notes and break it down to down up, down up, down up, and like... Ugh. 
analyze the whole thing and figure out how to play it like that. So I, I didn't even watch it. Um, yeah. That's so it's pretty just wild. interesting how it's such a different, <laughs> different approach. Um, yeah. So the, do you want to hear yours and then we'll yeah. get into it a bit? Sure. Let's see. I hope it's not going to be super loud. Here we go. Yeah, you dude, you nailed the um the uh where it goes to the A seven. Yeah, that like is the, hard. The the turnaround. Oh my god, <laughs> it's really yeah, hard. That was... It's really hard. Yeah. I worked on that a lot. That that transition is really hard. Yep. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and we'll we'll post the link to the exercise through fire so we can do yeah. this. There's there's a very weird fingering. Uh, where you're playing like you're playing this very meaty E7, right? Which is just an easy chord to grab, yep. and then you're doing some cool chuck and jive and bending and stuff around yep. that, and chicka chicka chicka. And then on the what is it, whatever bar it is, and like a 12 bar that you, yeah, go, you go for to the, the kind four. of the turnaround, yeah. and he goes to this A7 where your fingers are just like contorted. Yeah, and it's like totally, an A7 they don't nine jive with the bass and the G, and the fingers are oh, all backwards God. from anything I've normally yeah. done for that so yeah i should have he said somewhere in the video like i put this alternative uh, fingering in there you can just do that with the open b and e strings and i almost did that but it didn't go with the muting part because uh, it, it just those those uh, notes just rang out yeah yeah so. yeah yeah yeah. i think our next homework so that kind of style kind of plays to what i like to play so like for me it was just kind of like all right this is great i love because it's basically funk guitar yeah um, uh our next exercise we should find we should be maybe less lottery based and more like, <laughs> yeah, let's do a, a different thing. Maybe it's like a, a rock thing or a gypsy guitar, just something that's like, at least not in my, maybe we'll, we'll create like a crazy wall system where it will take the current uh, newspaper from today in all the major cities and we'll triangulate or we'll the internet and the zeitgeist <laughs> what's going on. And we'll, we'll get the yeah, Twitter we'll, mood. We'll, we'll run it all through. We'll use our proprietary algorithm and we'll, yes. we'll come up with something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yours sounds like you can hack it. You you did hack it in like a funk band. Yeah. So you can hack it. And like I felt like I was like, okay, please just blend in. Let me blend in and like not, not stick out um, like a sore thumb. Content-wise, what I really liked about... Um, the, the lesson itself, not that I would ever pick it, is, you know, um, I do like the rhythm guitar because yeah. that's what I'm better at yeah. than, than lead guitar. Um, it's also what people play 90% of the time in a real band. But, you know, yeah. like that's the most yeah, important exactly, thing to right. learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most people don't step to the front of the stage and stand up there and just, no. uh, <laughs> you know, start running around with their whammy bars on fire. Yeah, um, yeah but what I really liked was uh, in, in one of the, you know, of course, I love, Brad Carlson lessons on True Fire, and in so many of his, he goes, "All right, we're just going to get the rhythm down because if you don't get the rhythm right, back to Josh's point, right, the the wrong note at the right he time, nailed, yep. um, it, you know, uh, he does this thing where he's like, just try to strike the guitar. Now let's try to strike t triplets, and it's not making a guitar noise; it's going chunk, chunk, yeah, chunk. And I thought this was a really cool way to, um, you know, like yeah, it's like Apply the, the guitar is a drum, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. This is totally like a, a, a Josh. Yes. Uh, Skaja, Skaja, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, 
lesson because he's all about rhythm and he's right man mm-hmm. it's all about rhythm like we're i was chatting with some folks the other day about even soloing and they're like hey you've been making some really interesting things with with like lead guitar and it's like mm-hmm. you know i was i've been i poo-pooed on the pentatonic scale for a long time and then <laughs> i realized it was me it wasn't the scale that was the problem it's like if you have interesting rhythm and phrasing when you play notes, it kind of is like 90% of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you know how to pull it, like when you go off-road, uh, yeah, you drive yeah. it into the ditch if you know how to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to, it really is like rhythm. It's all rhythm. Yeah, and it's and the muting aspect of it, I don't want to lose that because there yeah. is it is a lot harder than what that sounded like, yeah. probably. And I know definitely it was harder when I was doing my retake um, to remember to mute. I was so focused on, let me play the notes right, but I, I forgot to hit some of the, the dead weight of the notes yeah. um, behind it. Yeah. yeah, and it's got some weird, like, open low E. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a nice little bass note in there. Yeah, on an offbeat, like, kind of nutty. Yeah, yeah. But I think for next, so next time, well, you and I both talked about having a project for ourselves around that we're practicing on, just kind of leveling mm-hmm. up on, right? And obviously, it's been summer, and there's a lot going on. So I don't think we either of us have really focused on that. But yeah, no, no new homework. No new homework. No new but homework. did did you have? There was a a theme. I, were you going to work on blues or something like that? You had an idea. Yeah, I always I'm always a sucker for the guitar labs, and I'm like, ooh, blues, minor blues. And actually, that one I did one lesson of that, and I just started carrying that around with me. Like so, I haven't had the time to buckle down. Ha, yeah, go figure, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I did one of the uh, one of the lessons in the guitar lab uh, minor blues thing. That's Brad. That's when we started talking about modes. That'll be a whole separate episode. We'll talk about modes. <laughs> oh that, yes, modes. That's that's yeah. That maybe that's that's the next thing we'll tackle. We'll come back with a, a modal kind of exercise. Oh yes, Calum, Calamar is making a touchdown sign right now <laughs> for those of you who can't see him. <laughs> modes, you know. My wife, Gretchen, has a degree in music, right? She's a classical bassoonist, uh, as well as an architect. Oh, I did not know. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, modes. She's like, I don't think you're talking about modes the way people really talk about modes. <laughs> <So> I'm <laughs> like, oh, really? Okay. Uh, does she, does she want to guest on an episode? <laughs> uh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Yeah, well, that's Alrighty. cool, so man. I, I got a lot out of it. I think you got a lot out of it too so yeah it was good i mean it was um it was easy to avoid for a long time but then it was really cool to to be able to approach it and actually to have more time than to to, because you know i didn't really practice super hard on the guitar part sure like for the past month but i did watch it a couple times and picked it up here there you know there was a certain point i had to go am i going to be able to do this and then i looked at it like okay yeah, you did it totally i'll tell you my secret dream is to be in a band that plays music like that like plays new orleans funky stuff one of these days i might have to start a band that that plays that kind of thing (laughs) cool all right let's uh let's take a little break and get back to it i think we got a barn burner for everybody and we we talked about um gear acquisition syndrome and we'll be back to tell you more about yeah we'll be right back silent killer
Having all the time in the world doesn't mean that you're productive, and having money in your bank account doesn't mean that you know what the future brings for you financially. But, as they say, it gets really easy if you know the rules, and that's where On Trajectory comes in. On Trajectory is an easy-to-use, high-fidelity financial planning tool that maps your income, investments, and expenses in a friendly graphical display. On Trajectory captures dozens of data points so that you understand how your decisions affect your finances, now, two months from now, or years from now when your kid starts applying to college. Built by finance nerds, OT is for anyone who wants to gain a clear picture of their financial future. It takes your guesses and turns them into educated, fact-filled, and data-driven scenarios so that you're prepared for life's bumps and detours. On Trajectory will walk you through the real-life questions to build your financial plan. With its helpful onboarding, you'll be up and running and ready to model anything. Taxes, equity, income, debt, you name it. Getting financial peace of mind requires a plan you can trust, and On Trajectory gets you to that plan, or plans as the case may be. On Trajectory gives you complete control and flexibility and supports all the complexity of your real life. So find out where your money is taking you now. Go to www.grade43.com OT and sign up for free today. That's www.grade43.com OT. Thank you to On Trajectory for being a sponsor of Grade 43. So we're going to talk about gear. Then it now is the gear part of the podcast. Right, right. We talk about right. gear. Yeah, but we're going to do like a little. We've been doing different gear stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of, of late. Yeah, um, yeah. You know this. This we're going to talk about gas, right? Gear, gear <laughs> acquisition. I saw so John Nathan Cordy, which is a YouTube channel that I like. I watch his. I watch his YouTube stuff. I think every day, John. I really Th- do. That's the guy you're you're teaching to play legato. Yes, I took. I've taken a couple of <laughs> private lessons with him on legato, and uh, I watch his videos on legato and general musings. And he talks about gas a lot because um, he's saving up to buy a house right now. So having a bunch mm. of gear is like. Not, last year, I think he spent. He sold like over ten thousand pounds worth of gear. So um, wow. I was like, gas. At first, I was like, what, Bino? I don't know. Yeah, like, you were, I, yeah, you were messaging me about it. I keep seeing people referencing GS. No, wait, now it's G G A S. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Right. And I'm like, Bino. The, the Mayo Clinic has zero information on this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's gear acquisition syndrome. And, you know, I was like a gear Luddite for 20 years. I had a guitar mm-hmm. and an amp. And then I got in a band, and then I had, like, two pedals and an amp or whatever. And and then I started to have more pedals. I had, like, five pedals, whatever, and an wow. amp or something like that. And then the pandemic hit. So that's what I had for gear. Still sort of, like, pretty light compared to what I see most people nowadays. 
Then the pandemic hit, and then, like, I started to buy stuff. I don't know what happened. I just, like, <laughs> started to buy guitars, bought, like, effect things. I bought audio interfaces, mixers, and and just started doing... And here's, here's the thing that a lot of people don't recognize yeah. about um, gear acquisition syndrome. Highly contagious. Yeah, right. All of a sudden, it's <laughs> like, oh, I bought a oh, I bought another. Oh, I bought a beater. Oh, they're they're just beater guitars. Okay, it's a thousand dollars worth of beater guitars. I remember. You know? So, do you remember what I asked you about the reverb game? I was like, oh, we should come up with this thing and call it the reverb game, right? So, I won't get into what that is, but basically, it's like you go into reverb and you search through listings, you apply these parameters, and then you sort it, then you do whatever, and you got to pick one. Yeah. Right. And I was doing that to just kind of go like, well, yeah, Phil said just get a guitar to work on. So I'm like going like, well, should I get like a Squire? So it's kind of good. I mean, like <laughs> the most basic, simple of thing I was, uh, simple thing I was contorting right. into like, well, let's make this a bigger project right. than it has to be. Right, <laughs> right, You know, and uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's a common reason to buy gear is to be like, I don't know about you, but this happens to me, creating theoretical scenarios that could possibly happen. And so I need to have a piece of gear that can address that. You've got to be prepared for all scenarios. Yes. That's right. Oh, I need a backup thing. Or I need a thing for if I'm front of, the front of the house is like this or like that. Or if I'm in this, that, (laughs) whatever situation. What if, what if, now bear with me, you get a phone call, it's late Friday night, and someone needs you to show up and play theremine. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That, and that is why you have to have one. It's, yeah. it's, it's critical. So I think like theoreticals are a problem. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, another one is just this thing of FOMO, right? Fear of missing out of like, there, we are bombarded. I was listening to a, a podcast today. It was the, this is the 40 watt podcast. He was interviewing the guy from Hot Tone. That's a company that uh, makes a bunch of, gear uh very very cool stuff <laughs> it's that sounds very on brand for a place called Hot yeah Town. yeah yeah and they were in and, and they were both saying that like we're just bombarded like you can get now a notification on your phone that a new pedal came out and immediately order it on Sweetwater, and it'll get to your house whereas like in the 90s something comes out six months later you read about it in guitar player and then maybe <laughs> guitar center has yeah. it or not you read a few of the reviews right it's yeah. just a whole different now it's just like your phone is like oh did you want to go ahead and order that epiphone whatever casino guitar because you looked at it now it's going <laughs> to chase you literally right. everywhere you go you open your computer and you browse yeah. and there it is as an ad the stupid guitar yeah, you, you know how at. um you know how when uh, if you purchase something from Sweetwater, you get a guy or a gal, yeah. right? You know your your personal sales agent yeah, or whatever. They text you and they, they make sure you're sales engineer. Yeah, that's right. They make sure you know like you know, you're getting that guitar. How how are you doing for straps? You got a good strap. You know like they're sitting there like they're there to help walk you through the entire experience. I need that person for reverb. That's like don't add this to your watch. Right. No no no. They're gonna give you ten percent off and free shipping tomorrow, and then you're gonna it's gonna make it that much more tempting. I need somebody like to call me up and just be like, no, nah, you can put it in your cart, but like wait a month right. before you come back, and then you, you know. know that that Sweetwater. I I love their their sales process, but at the same time, it's like I get a call from my sales engineer if I buy strings. Hey, I hope <laughs> you got your strings. I got my strings. Thanks. He must every, he must be calling a lot ever since we started the podcast then. Yeah, I I, I get a <laughs> lot of calls. Yeah, so but it's just like I hope you enjoy the picks. 
I'll enjoy the guitar picks. Thanks, man. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, and you know, I got to admit, you know, I've done you know so many little acquisitive things as well, right? Like I, I had, I was sitting there trying to. Do you remember the the Instagram post of this is my guitar interface plugged into my audio yeah. interface plugged into my computer? Like, why? Right. I mean, there's no reason to do that because you so. can. <laughs> you see, I took my cooler right. And I filled it full of ice, and I put it inside my refrigerator, right? right? <laughs> right. Okay? So, yeah, I mean, it's just, I just looked over, and I was like, I, we're running a podcast, and we play a little guitar. This isn't NORAD. And we don't even play right? the guitar yeah. live. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> ostensibly, we play the guitar a lot. You need an, you need an audio interface with one input. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so I think that gave us, like, the idea of, like, we should really, one, do some spring cleaning. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, life gets in the way. It turns into summer cleaning, yeah. of course. Um, and then we should do kind of like an episode and just like talk about it because it's very easy to find ways to talk yourself into buying something, yes. right? Um, and uh, it, you mentioned fear of missing out. I don't know if it's like a missing out thing. And maybe I just don't like, I don't feel it that way. It's more of like, a, ooh, 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 like I, I want to know what that is, right? And I guess that, that could be the yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, what I mean yeah. is exactly like, yeah. ooh, maybe this distortion pedal is going to change my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been doing some some yard saleage and and thinning things out. I have one success story nice. uh, to tell from it. I have others that are that are up in the air. So um, a few episodes ago, I switched to a different interface uh, for doing our recording and stuff, and went back and sold my old interface because yeah, I could keep it for that rainy day. You know, it's for it's that audio interface for my bug out bag when the shit goes down and I gotta like get in a car and drive to Canada and I need to podcast from there. I need to right. have that second audio interface. Right. So anyway, so yeah, I've got that. Um, you know, and, and and other stuff where you just go instead of instead of having options, you have the minimal amount of stuff that you need yeah. to accomplish what you want to um, accomplish. I just thought when you were talking uh, and you're kind of going through your gear history, right? So I think some total, I think I'd probably say some total in my life, I think I've only ever owned like four pedals, right? Right. Um, and haven't had very much in the way of like fancy um, guitar equipment, but the, as you were like ticking things off, I was just thinking about past purchase. Like, oh yeah, I bought this amp. Well, I bought that amp when I was in a band and I needed something to play out with. And then, oh, and then I bought... Um, oh, well, I guess I got that wah pedal, but that's because we were using it in a particular song. So everything was just so much more purpose-driven. Yep. Whereas now I feel you're like, well, yeah, I want my delay to sound analog. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that, my delay pedal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, I, was, I wasn't no, no, uh, I know you shade at you there or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but it definitely has an Echoplex preamp, okay? So, like, just <laughs> leave, let's just leave it at that, okay? Jimmy Page. You know what you do? You really need to find someone on Reverb who can mod that and put the original circuit board in right. there that, right, uh, right. that does the transistor stuff. But I um, think, like, it. to, like, not... Well, first, you don't have a lot of gear also because maybe you don't have the money for it. And I get that, too. Right. And mm -hmm. then you have yeah. some money and then you buy gear because you want to be like, well, does a Telecaster sound different from a Stratocaster or whatever and all this stuff? And or maybe you don't know how to buy some gear and like it's a pandemic. So I mm. bought instead of an audio interface, I'm like, well, let me get something that's more versatile. I'm going to buy a mixer that also oh, yeah. serves as a audio interface. That way I have less gear. I thought I was getting less gear by doing right. that. Right, you're, you're economizing. You're getting the, um, 
Yeah, the all-in-one. Yeah, I was trying to get like a Swiss Army knife that I could use if I have Because I have had parties at my house, and I have like a big mixer that we used for the band, but this is like a tiny little mixer, and I don't have that many people playing. So, yeah, it's great. Anyway, it's terrible as an audio interface. So then... (laughs) I bought an audio interface, much right? So now I have both of right. those. So I think there's like a lot of reasons to acquire gear. Some are less, I think, what's the right word for it? Less impulse purchasing than others, right? Yeah. Like it's not all necessarily impulse purchases. Yeah. And it's a hard line to walk, right? Because I mean, like, okay, if something makes you that happy, right? Or you're like, ooh, or whatever. Uh, and, you know you can get a little something out of it. Like people often will complain about like, Oh, you know, I, uh, I really like that X video game, but I don't want to pay $5 for it. I'm like, do you know how many hours of joy you right. get out of that thing? And you won't pay $5 right. for it. Um, so there's, you know, this part of it's like, yeah, go ahead, buy yourself a pedal. It'll make you happy. It'll make you play the guitar. And now that last part, it'll make you play the guitar more. And eh, that's, yeah, that's questionable, really, but uh, possible science or, or anything like that. Are you, um, buying it because you don't know any better too. And you think you're making some good, per- now you're like accumulating gear and like, maybe you can't even sell it. Like I have some gear. No one will buy. No one will buy my right. one right. by 10, the one by 10 or one by 12 speaker enclosure. I've tried to sell it. I could give it away maybe, but no one will buy it. Like at any, not even the dude who bought your amp. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, I feel like our listeners are going, yeah, this totally may, we're not surprised at all. This totally makes right. sense. So no one will buy this. So how, well, how do I get, so, so then that turns into a little bit of like, how do you get rid of gear once you decide you don't want it? Does it crush your heart to have to sell it for a 10th of the price that you paid for it? So, yeah. So uh, speaking of on Know Your Gear, they were talking about, um, they talked about this. I didn't have time to catch the full episode, but they were like, you know, don't, you know, if you still think you get something, kind of that to that Marie Kondo joy point that I just mangled, you know, it's like, if you think you're going to get something out of it, like, hang on to it then. Yeah. Right. Um, but then uh, there was an interesting thing, and we'll share this in the notes uh, that I think you brought up just because it was about like recycling your strings, yeah. which is not someone, something that someone thinks about like that frequently. And they put it to good use and they help people who are at uh, women who are at, uh, at risk yeah. uh, and a danger. And it gives them, you know, a, a positive creative outlet and it creates less garbage or like, prevents yeah. garbage. Like that's all really good. And then I just thought, you know, one of the, the strong pulls for me was like, well, yeah, do I, do I need that? Could somebody else make use of that? Now, um, that doesn't have what they need. Someone who could make use of it, yeah. a veteran, um, you know, a, there's tons of foundations there. We don't have to, we're not here to explain charity to you, but I think like, oh, once you think about, oh, this could really mean a ton to somebody else. And so I think when I did that math, I was like, am I going to get so much joy out of this that I wouldn't like to see some kid who would love to play guitar in like his high school jazz right. band? get the opportunity to do it if he, right. if he couldn't do it. So we'll put some uh, a few links to a few of the places that we are uh, actively doing those activities. Yeah, totally, and right? Because so, like, if you're yeah. not that tight for cash, these are sunk costs. Thank you on trajectory. Mm-hmm. Like, you've already spent the money. <laughs> so even That's if you right. burned it, it would have no impact on your, on your finances going forward. Like, uh, yeah. money back would maybe be a bonus, but you don't need that money back. Like, donate it or give it to a friend. Uh, one of my guitars I'm about to actually give, I'm going to, like, permanently loan it to my friend kind there of thing. There you go. You know, he's very excited. He's going to take it, play it. Maybe I'll get it back. Maybe I won't. But it feels better than, like, let me sell it to someone I don't know 
on Facebook mm-hmm. for 50 bucks or whatever. Yeah, and the, there's a little bit of a hassle to putting it on like a reverb market or a you know, market, whether it's some people coming over to your house and being invasive about, yeah. you know. Well, uh, remember my Kelly? Being, I tried to sell yeah. it on reverb, yeah. finally got a buyer, and then they got it, and they complained about some ding on the front of the guitar, and then they, they sent it back. And it was like, I didn't even know these things were really there, but they're like, oh, no, no, no. And I, I, I was like, do you want to like take 200 bucks off of it? Oh, no, don't want the guitar anymore. It's like, wow. Yeah. Okay. That was a hassle. That was like a, it was like yeah. a week of heartache. Like, like yeah, and no, it just feels like yucky because I mean, you, you don't want to be in the logistics business. Right. Either, right? Logistics plus customer satisfaction. You're just trying to, you know, unload a thing, maybe break even. So yeah, yeah I mean, versus, you know, the maybe the actual joy at, you know, an opportunity that somebody might not have had. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that was that was kind of that. And I think that was just a thread that, we, you know, we just kind of like kept pulling. You're like, I'm going to get rid of this. I'm going to get that. And it just kind of spitballed uh, into. So now how do you avoid are. getting more gear? <laughs> um, hmm. Well, um, <laughs> I come up with elaborate justifications and I only purchase the gear that meets those elaborate justifications. <laughs> yeah. No, I wish I could sound, I wish I could actually be as, you know, virtuous as I was saying, cause I, I did, I got a spark mini cause I thought like, Oh cool. I'll be able to play outside or in the bedroom or, you know, carry it around and whatever. And you know, that use case will have some validity or maybe it's like a good vacation app, but it's totally inessential. So it is hard, right? Is. These are shiny, these are shiny, cool things. Everyone here is listening to a podcast about this topic for a reason. Yeah. So everybody's probably just going, yeah, yeah, that is kind of tough sometimes. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and, and, uh, but it is... And, and actually, sorry, that plays into what we have talked about as far as like doing or not doing gear reviews on this channel, on, on mm. our podcast, right? It's like... Right. We, we don't want to necessarily get into the business of doing gear reviews, but we do want to play gear. And so we'd rather just do some sort of musical thing or some entertaining thing with gear rather than review gear yeah no i thought that was that was a, a really cool aspect of um the the eric episode where it's like okay here's some gear like are we going gear but no we use the gear to make more music which is the point of the gear yeah right so that's yeah that's definitely cool so i do have a list of like how to not buy more gear right all right let's hear it doctor because you said we were kind of like therapy yeah for um, oh yeah totally you know, we're therapists therapy, so now let's... we've become We've become yeah. guitar music. How, how, do, how do I do this stuff? Therapist, right? One, and when you decide you're going to buy, and some of this I learned, I, I, I stole from John Cordy. Sorry, John. Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> so um, one is like work on a song. When you decide you want to buy some new gear, just work on a new song that you haven't worked on <laughs> That's yet. That's pretty clever. You know, like play, yeah. a, play a new song. Two, and we, you and I did this one, borrow someone's gear, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you bought the automaton from Chase Bliss. Amazing mm-hmm. pedal. We were all like losing our mind that you got this pedal. I'm even telling other friends, <laughs> I'm like, my buddy got one. They're like, oh my God. Everyone's like, oh my God. It it's no doubt an amazing pedal. It's it's like awesome. But it it wasn't for you. You know, your I think your description was like, I'm just not even smart enough to use this pedal because there's like a lot <laughs> going on here. I, I, I need to sell yeah. it. So then you sent it to me. I'm like, hey, I'll sell it for you. Let me borrow it. You mailed it to me. I played it and I'm like, okay, yes, it's very cool. Is it going to change my life? No. And now that I've played it, that whole 
feeling of needing to have it is like gone. It was really. Oh, it's always a, it's always a letdown, right? Even on the right, right, yeah. and it's not it's, a letdown. It's never in as the good as you build that, it like, up to this be. This sucks. But you, yeah, it's but you build it up to be you know more than it actually is going to deliver. Yeah, to you, totally think. right. Yeah. You're just like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is. The, I mean, like people were gush anyway. So borrowing people's stuff, <laughs> and then doing what we're doing. We started this podcast, and I'm not going to lie. One reason I wanted to do this is like, hey, maybe some companies will let us play their gear, and I can scratch that itch of like learning about gear and sounds and deciding on things. And I, I, I'll say that like over the past two years of buying guitars and then playing Eric's Petrus Novacasters, I kind of know what I really like in a guitar as far as like electronics mm, and right. like how they feel. And like, I just know now and I feel, see, I, I'm, I don't feel like I'm missing out anymore <laughs> on like, right. I still need to play that other guitar. <laughs> Otherwise uh, I, I don't know if it's better or not. You're gear actualized. I'm sort of gear actualized <laughs> for certain parts of things. So, so borrow people's gear, practice a song, Talk it out with a friend. This is more like AA. <laughs> you know, like, Brian, do I need... Tell me why I, yeah. I don't need this. We'll, we'll, we'll start a Patreon tier, and it'll be just to hear what people want. <laughs> and right. then we'll be like, well, you know, we'll, talk, we'll try to talk you out of it. Go for a walk. That's go, right. Go for a good long That's walk. right. That's <laughs> right. Or do what John did. So John, John was heavily inspired by uh, the five-watt world, which is another... Um, that is an amazing YouTube channel. That guy does these wonderful short videos on the history of gear and things. John, not the five watt world guy, John made a spreadsheet of all of his gear with like a rough value of all of the gear. And then he checks in on that every year to know if he's played that or not. Yeah. I mean, that's a good reminder, right? I mean, they say, they say, um, if you're worried about stuff and whether or not you're going to use it, put it in a box, hide the box. Yeah. If you don't come back for the box, that's you don't really need that. So, and if you can, tra- like, I think the key thing is like the external representation and like the tracking of it going, oh, yeah, because it definitely was eye opening when I was looking at things going, like, oh, I have that and I have that. Why do I have that again? Yeah. So, yeah, totally, totally. So, that's that's sort of my li- have I made a list like that? Not yet, but. I might, I might with some of these guitars. <laughs> it's like a drug yeah. or something. You know, like it's so beautiful though to see the you, guitar. You you hit on a, a a key thing, and this is you know not that we don't love uh, playing in this world, but you mentioned like influencing, right? So that implies like social networks and and stuff like that. What has been huge is um, I've been muting uh, Twitter. Uh, individuals quite a bit, mm-hmm. right? Especially especially ones that are big corporate, you know, big faceless guitar corporations, right? Um, that are just like tweeting out, oh, do you know about our cable for this? Do you know about this pedal for that? Or this artist talks about that, which is all interesting stuff to find out about. But the constant barrage of it, yeah, just makes it feel like it should be your, your everyday. You should be evaluating a new chorus, pedal. right? That's <laughs> 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 true. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, I get it. Pedals, there's there's been an explosion of pedals, but seriously, like, it's another delay pedal. It's another mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> pedal, like, everything. Yeah, and you, and you and I talked about, you know, like, oh, what would a pedal board project look like? And you start putting it together, and if you do, if you 
even have a moderately cool pedal board, you're into it for a grand. Oh right? yeah. And that's just on pedals, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it's a lot of money. That's crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. And then I have the, and then one of the things again, and this uh, tags back to the whole idea of like, oh, I need to have every option in the world. Yep. Right. So uh, I've gone way down the positive grid, ra- grid rabbit hole. So I've got the Spark. I've got the Spark Control. I've got the Spark Mini. I've got the um, the software, the bias, the, the biased software, and everything like that. And I've got the oh, I've got the riff right. That's not oh it's yeah, like, God <laughs> right. man, like they are. I am one of their best customers. They should give me better customer service. Um, but it, I was thinking about this, and I was like, self, let's let's put this in perspective, right? If you had in your pocket a BlackBerry and an Android and an iPhone <laughs> and a Nokia and a modem and you know like all like just cuz like they were cool options for you to have like people would be right to think that you were just you know something was up <laughs> there are definitely memes of like guitar person explaining to non guitar person why they have to have that other guitar you know and it's always like <laughs> 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 yep yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I think this avoiding the social media and not getting like caught up in that is fine. And like you know, like also like what's the? Um, uh, I was thinking about this, and I loved interviewing Joel and hearing about his new pedal. And you know, it's always it's always a fun world to interact with. And they're going direct, and that's interesting. And they have they're ordering in batches, right? Yeah. And even though I had no interest in getting the uh, well, not I want to say no interest. I had no real thoughts or designs that I would get that um, generation lost yeah. pedal. When I saw the notice about it, I was like, huh. Yeah. Is, is this the batch to get in on? Oh, right. So it's and I, and and crazy. like, yeah. I mean, Joel is sort of even a different story, right? Because his stuff is often very innovative. It's not another tube screamer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. So you're not. Adding, I mean, you're adding a very, very amazing thing to. Yeah, the, it's to like a whole different. Stuff, so. It's it's like you said. Most of his stuff is over my head musically. Like I just don't have yeah. that. Yep. Like. It's new ways of thinking about how to make music, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah. So let's see. So I've offloaded an interface, um, donating an amp, donating a guitar. I've got other things listed. And it's funny because I was doing all this like math on like, what you know, okay, so if you are going to sell it, like, you know, for me, yes, it would be nice to recoup some of the money and everything. But I found myself doing this like, oh, well, you know. Uh, like this uh, price is right kind of thing. Okay, uh, $1.05, and five cents, yeah. right? You know, or $101, like, you know, making sure that, like, I get every little ounce out of it. And then um, I was talking about it with my lady, and she's like, you know, yeah, the, you know, the audio interface I knew I could let go for pretty. She's like, yeah, I know. She just posted it on her little work bulletin board, and it was gone pretty yeah. quick. And she said, like, yeah, like, stuff moves if you, people kind of understand there's like a natural discount to the organization of it. I'm like, that's so much easier than worrying about right. what are my fees? What's my shipping? Right. What condition is it going to be when it, when it gets there? So that, that was kind of like a oh, wake up dummy. I'm not in this to like flip gear. Like I'm like a crazy uh, real estate tycoon yeah. or something. Yeah. No, it's the sunk cost thing. I think it's mm-hmm. really like whatever money I get back is gravy. So one of the other like good, just, I think uh, life interface, let's call it things that this is necessitated is, simplifying a little bit right like unplugging things um yeah you would hear here's a classic over complication to have all the options in the world so i used to have like a mangle of power strips in the office and i was like you know what i'm gonna get these clean and tidy and manage it and set my workspace up better and i surmised that i needed 
I don't know, 30% more plugs than I actually had to plug in, but I thought that would give me options. So I got two different ones. And then I came to like a, a crossroads where I was like, oh my God, something I have to plug in doesn't fit quite right with the plug configuration. And I'm like, that means I'm going to have to take this second power strip out. And I looked over and I was like, wait a minute, let me think here. Uh, now I can safely move that one over to the other power strip. Oh, I can move that one over to the other power strip. Mm, now I just need a USB cord. And I'm sitting here looking at a six outlet, um, two USB port, like power grid, like thing from anchor. Very nice sitting on my desk. Cause nothing's plugged into it anymore. But I was like, so assured <laughs> of that. But anyway, it gets around to the bigger story. I've just been like rearranging the office and simplifying it. And like some of the best buys that I've made, here, I'll show you on video and well, I'll post a link to these. Um, just these little clamps for keeping cables organized hmm. or like pinned to the edge of a table so I don't trip on them or something like that. And then uh, what we're both on right now, like these little in-ear monitors. So I don't want to be necessarily like we're gear marms, but I feel like we've made like a couple couple good investments in that way and like good ground ground uh, foundational type things. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Like, like, like total, total spend on the monitors and the clamps. Yeah. What, and 50 bucks? Right. You know, the, uh, the place where maybe I could spend... But right now I'm not going to because we're we're telling everyone we don't want to buy gear is on like <laughs> better lighting or cameras for mm. <laughs> pictures of my gear. <laughs> Maybe a fog machine. And a fog machine. <laughs> to add some Actually, ambience I have a into fog the room. Machine, so. oh, okay. A better fog a machine. A better then. fog machine. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Some disco lights. I think another way to help with this whole gas thing to kind of wrap things up is like get out and experience life now that maybe this pandemic is behind us. I think like for me, part of what led to all this is me just spinning my wheels, thinking about gear and playing guitar and not knowing what to do. Like before that, when I was in a band, I knew exactly the music I was playing and the gear I needed. And that mm -hmm. was what mm -hmm. I needed because... And that's what, that's what drove the bus. Yeah, yeah and music for yeah. me is about... That it's about like for some people want to write music, that's awesome. I want to like perform and be on stage and have mm. like people clap and be like, Oh, that was so much fun, or whatever. Like, I like to play covers, you know, and that's yep. what I've played, and I know the sound, and that gave me what I wanted. But then, you know, the pandemic came. I'm like, What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I don't have any of that. I'm thinking about guitar, and I started obsessing and I mm. buy all this stuff, and blah blah blah. Now, the pandemic's over. Our band kind of took a break. But then the other thing is, like, just do other stuff outside yeah. of music even and let that maybe influence your music and give you ideas. And then, like, maybe... Take a page uh, take a page from Joel's book and just go for a nice go walk. Go for a nice walk and listen to the, yeah. to the to the new Kendrick Lamar. Is that who he was listening to? Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Yeah, I listened to it. It was yeah, actually good pretty intense. Good recall on that. The, the, the it, new album. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Uh, that's another thing I hardly have so, like, time go to listen to. But, experience life. Yeah, but I, I think the pandemic also totally normalized push button, right? Like, okay, well, I'm going to start getting my food delivered, yeah. right? So if it's okay to get anything yep. delivered, then it's okay to make that show up with free two-day shipping. Uh, or, well, you know, maybe not two. You know, yeah, but like I bought a guitar Amazon, sight unseen, right? Like from yeah, Sweetwater. Exactly, like right. I didn't even touch yeah. it. I'm like, eh, both, it's probably cool. Did. I'll buy yep. it. Yeah, cool. So uh, hopefully that wasn't a downer of an episode. Hopefully there were some useful nuggets in there to help you guys avoid gear acquisition system, uh, syndrome. Yeah. Or <laughs> and, and in the unfortunate case that you actually have a gear acquisition system to disarm it <laughs> and, uh, and move back on. And maybe Bino um, will just do it for you. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, and coming up, we've got more interviews. Oh, yeah. 
that's as much as we'll say. Yes. We're going to have some more challenges. We'll find some modal challenges. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about to, modes. Um, to come back, uh, all the usuals, find us on those horrible social media platforms. Email us at uh, info at grade 43. We'd love to hear stories. There's a contact form. You can yes. pretty much anonymously get in touch with yes. us uh, if you want um, uh, off of uh, the grade43.com website. Here's a funny little, I'll end with another Twitter anecdote. So I tweeted the other day that I, I finally, in my role as um, the uh, curator of our Twitter account, I finally figured out Twitter. And I was like, I've got it. And I've been doing it wrong all along. So anytime I've seen somebody like post something and I want to like jump on the backs of that and be like, oh yeah, this or that, the other thing, I've just been missing a button in the interface. I'm like, I guess I got to quote this. And so like, if you tweeted something, I couldn't tweet back at you. I could quote you and add you back into my own uh, thread, which I guess ends up in your mentions or whatever. But all I had to do was hit a button <laughs> and reply. And I'm just like, oh my God. So this is 100% why, why you run the Instagram account. Because that still <laughs> confuses and, uh, and frightens me. So I figured that out. And you know, this is also bleeding over into, I have a dumpster in my driveway. <laughs> right now so that we're just using just to get rid of some stuff and some of it is legit trash that's just kind of like been been sticking around but there's certain things you can't recycle certain things you can't get to pick up but yeah so it's in there and you know what i'll say to those kids if i come out and i find them playing on my dumpster get off my lawn <laughs> So, and it's been, uh, you know, other, other things we've done, the, we're, we're really striking it. We're going to strike it rich here. We're going for, um, I remember uh, th there's an old joke uh, when Bill Hicks was making fun of Pearl Jam. He said, ah, they're going for the non-dollar dollar, <laughs> right? When they were like all anti-establishment. So we're going for the anti-gear gear. Right. Um, God damn it. I just completely <laughs> again. Please, please hold, please hold, please hold.